0: Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.
1: Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Matter of Action podcast with Pricey and this guy over here, Brownie. Episode thirty-four for the Handshake Media Network. Pricey, uh, we are etching closer and closer to the end of the month already. Like halfway through February, yeah. this year's just flying, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Whew, it's been a year and a month and a half. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well,
1: January <laughs> went forever. And now February's just going yeah. really quick, and there's an extra day that we've got yeah. to spend on catching up on music. So yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, let's make the most of what's happening around us in Australia and the past couple of weeks that's been happening which Mm. is just so much going on as there always is which is excellent which means we have stuff to talk about and we don't have to talk about our personal lives and have a therapy session together in this podcast. One day we will. We should but let's save that for a later day like when it's a slow news week that kind of thing. Uh, But before we continue on let's get the latest headlines with Ebony's story in the newsroom with the heavy news. What's making news? That was a lot of news. So much news.
2: Thank you. Now, with so many good things coming up in February, you know, Polaris' album, Slowly Slowly's album, Amity's album, you know, just all the greats, we had to have some bad news. And that is that Dream on Dreamer are calling it a day after 11 years. The band say on social media that they're at a crossroad where other areas of their personal lives need more care and attention. And what can we say other than we'll miss this band dearly. On a happier note, Halsey released a Bring Me The Horizon produced track called Experiment On Me. And it's good. Co-written by Jordan Fish and Ollie Sykes, it could definitely have slid right into Bring Me's latest album, Ammo. So check it out. And this was teased so much over the past few weeks and we finally have a tour announcement. The Hella Mega Tour is coming our way in November featuring Green Day, Fall Out Boy and Weezer. They're coming to Perth, Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane and this will sell out so get your tickets from Live Nation. Another album that's dropping on that famous date this year, February 21, is Ozzy Osbourne with Ordinary Man and he sure is celebrating in style. Sydney Siders will be able to head down to the Darling Parlour Tattoo for a special Aussie Flash Day and also to hear the album in full before it gets released. It's on Thursday, February 20th, and I'd get registering if I were you. And we have an album announcement from The Used. Heartwork will be out on April 24, and it features a stack of collabs. Not only does Jason Butler from Fever 333 feature, but so does Blink 182's Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker, as well as Caleb Shomu of Beartooth. And we've been saving the best for last. I prevail at Touring Australia in July and I almost dropped dead with excitement. Joined by Motionless in White and Wind Waker, this is going to be one hell of a show. Tickets are on sale on Valentine's Day. Fitting. That's the news for this week. Stay heavy.
1: Thanks again, Ebony. Um, And a massive, unexpected tour got announced over the weekend, which yeah, yeah. is sending tingles through the spine. Like two bands we've wanted to see come back to Australia. On a tour together, which is great. Pricey, take it away.
0: Yeah, the the I Prevail guys dropped their their uh, tour dates in Australia is happening in July, and they're heading all around the country again. And they're bringing their pals Motionless and White with them, and they're grabbing
1: old meme maker themselves, <laughs> uh, Wind Waker. I love that that's become their thing now, like yeah. their name with the band. Yeah, yeah. But what what a great lineup, and what a, an exceptional. Yeah, got um, to do hats off to to destroy our lines. There. Exactly, they've, they've definitely
0: uh, they've read the room and they've read the room correctly, and that's a cracking lineup.
1: Because my brother Jesse, he listens to this podcast as well yep. too, because I force it down his throat. Like oh, two of G'day, Jesse, two of his favorite bands are I Prevail, Motionless and White, and so he's been asking me like, what are the chances of them touring? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't, know. I don't, don't know. know what don't know what's happening. Like I know I Prevail have been trying to get back here since November, yes, but I never imagined that we'd see. I Prevail and Motionless and White together. Number one. To yeah, a, yeah, which is which is phenomenal because both of them have two fantastic albums they put out last year. Yep. Disguised from Motionless and White. Like I was a fan of Voices, the song they released as a single. Yeah. Graveyard Shift, I, I think, think it was, we've, last we've album.
0: Talked, we've talked about this before and prior to this record, we both thought they sounded like different. Different to what Yeah, to what because they of the like. image, yeah. And and then we heard the album disguise
1: the tracks off that and just went, oh, yeah. Okay, this is dope. Like the situation of ghosts, how they yeah. look scary but they release great sounding like heartfelt metal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like to see these two bands together, teaming up w- with Wind Waker is is a it's perfect a big venue. Yeah. Perfect opportunity, perfect band to get from Australia because we saw yeah, what yeah. they did. When 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 could get on tours like this, like what they did with Bear Tooth really last year, deliver. it doesn't matter that they're opening; they play like it's a headline set. Yeah, so yeah. like to get three bands like that back to back to back, you're gonna have a great night if you want to yeah. go and check out these bands. And
0: the, I mean, the venues are larger on this tour than the last tour that I Prevail did.
1: Yeah, which they get sold out their compl- first trip down here in a here. matter
0: of days. I yeah, might add. so. Even though the venues are bigger, I would say to people, do not sleep. Yeah, I'm definitely, the yeah. It, they, they are going to sell out. Look, I
1: don't want to put it out there, but can you, can you see secondary shows being announced for this? I mean, like, we look at what happened with The Offspring in Sum 41. I, They're not going to do secondary shows. The whole tour is sold out. Bang. If you didn't get a ticket, spewing.
0: Look, going on history, I mean, last time they toured, they... I think they added a third Melbourne show. Yeah, gotcha. So, in a
1: place where you know people yeah. get out to shows like that. Yeah, yeah but we I haven't. Mean, hopefully, seen it. that's everywhere. But
0: yeah, like so. I mean, on history, you'd have to say there's the chance they'll add more if they sell out. Yeah, but, but I mean, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to preempt that.
1: See, I prevail. I've, I've luckily seen them both times they've come. I did, saw the headline tour and I saw them at Download mm-hmm. Festival. Yep, and they're, they're just one of these bands that you can't get enough of. Mm. And especially with the last album. Like it's, I feel like you'd need to see them twice in order to get the whole experience in mm-hmm. one go. So if you can go to two shows, it'd be great. You know, Go check it out. But like, my if you favorite, can just see the one, do that. My
0: favourite moment of Sydney Download... Was uh, I was watching another band at another stage, and I ran to make sure I got back to see "I Prevail." Yeah, and as I was entering the the sort of arena where they were, because it's like down a hill, yeah, you it? Had yeah. To, you had to sort of like go between areas. And yeah, as I was coming out into the open arena, um, they were hitting the the intro of, and they came out and they started with "Bow Bell Down." Bow down. That's right. Yeah, and. I was filming with my phone. In I the remember air. seeing this video, yeah, and and, the, it, and it had this like crazy effect because I was kind of wobbling because I was yeah. walking, and it like when they hit that, like, get on your knees, knees and, and bow, bow down. Oh, man, the, it, the sound was so yeah. huge. It was just so impressive. And it
1: was really good seeing the amount of people turning out to see the band because, yeah. you know, judging by the last tour, people love I Prevail. Yeah, And people wanted to go and see them again. And this was the first couple of times that we got to see those songs live yeah. at Download Festival yeah. last well, year. Well, the
0: album wasn't even out. Correct, that's right. The that first point.
1: two singles it, had come out, yeah. yeah. It, they had, the,
0: the album was about two weeks away at that point. So, like, how often do you get to have the band in the country, in Australia, just r- around time of album release. Yeah, it no,
1: no, because we normally get, you know, a couple of months after Arthur. it's had, That's you right. know, a few more singles have come out, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. this is a chance to, to catch up on what we missed out on last year and mm. see a few more songs, see Gasoline, see Breaking Down, like, yeah. and then go back to the archives. No, they did breaking Down. They, they did, do, yeah, yeah. They didn't in a, in, a, in a smaller... In a, oh, Hurricane, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in like a smaller condensed version. Yeah. Like The last um, the last time they toured, they only had the two albums, right? Or the EP and the album. Um, yes. Yeah, self yeah, yeah, or yeah. Self, I think. It, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and Lifelines. And that was great because there was a collection of like fantastic songs in there. Mm. I kind of feel they're at this point now where they don't need to play the Taylor Swift cover anymore. because They don't, they don't anymore? No, no, they've stopped. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like they've gone past that, that point of that song that got them noticed and now they're just using what's in their back catalogue, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know fantastic.
0: And uh like I I just really feel like they they've they are so aware of the the fan base down here and they're so grateful. Yeah. Uh so I really feel like they're just gonna give everything. And yeah they, yeah they've just you know, been to the Grammys. They didn't win. Yep. But, like, they had a great night. They were so thankful to be there and to be, like, even considered in the same...
1: Which you know, it
0: was, you know that was so humbling to see that like good on them.
1: It's a great deserving thing. So they deserve your attention. Get yeah. a ticket. Go check out. I prevail. You won't be disappointed. Totally. Uh, Faith No More also making a return doing headline shows. The last time they were here was for Down uh, Soundwave Festival yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. The, the two day festival one. That's right. Um. So yeah. we get to see. I went see the day they played. Yeah, yeah, I I went both and I bailed on them to go see something like Falling in Reverse. I think. Yeah, you We're know, gonna, you're gonna
0: cop some heat for that. Yeah, I, I
1: also bailed on um, Soundgarden, said I'll see them next time as well. So I'm already living yeah. it down. All right, you know, go see bands that you haven't had the chance to see before or oh, bands that no. you don't think have longevity. But look, Faith No More are back. They're playing some big venues, yeah, big yeah. shows, and uh, you know, an opportunity for fans to check out the back catalogue stuff mm. and the new music they've been working on too.
0: Yeah, it was really cool uh, yesterday when the, or oh, sorry, last week. Uh, as you'll be hearing now. Um, with the announcement, obviously, uh, you know, Ophelia, who works here in the office, she's younger than me, me
1: by a, a... good two decades because you're old AF, fam. Oh, it's not two decades. But <laughs> well, you're closer to the 40 than 20, mate. That's true. But um,
0: <laughs> she was not overly familiar with Faith no more, so we did a bit of a session. Showed, oh, yeah, would you showed, play? Oh, We went through Ashes to Ashes. Yep. And, evidence and uh we care a lot and strip search and um epic you, and you
1: got i oh, got you got a chuck easy in there you yeah, know for the, for the easy listening like yeah that. i said all right you, you'll know this one yeah 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 uh, and then we went deep
0: uh, on that and and the cool thing was is that like the, ophelia's first question was are, are they sort of old man metal and i said well, yes, but yeah, but yeah, but not as old as possibly you're thinking. And she said, because I kind of, she like had no necessarily, didn't really have a point of reference for them. So she's like, What are they, you know, they like Judas Priest they fall or into? yeah, that kind and of. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, much younger than that. Uh, like Alison Chains is yeah, a good early nineties, early nineties, and we sort of got into like what bands have come after them that are a bit sort of in, like influenced by. And, yeah, And she picked up immediately that, you know, uh, you know, uh, Kin from faith uh, from 12 Foot Ninja uh, cops a lot of comparison to Mike oh, Patton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I get that now. Yeah. Uh, more Mr. Bungle, uh, Mike Patton, than a Faith No More Mike yeah, Patton. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But, yep. Um, you know, and, you know, we talked about, you know, Mike Patton's other bands and all that sort of stuff. So we, we really went down a rabbit hole. And uh, there, was, there was some stuff that didn't resonate with her, but there was some stuff that did. Yeah. So it was really cool to see that, like, Faith No More's, like, the, the spread of influences and spread of sounds and, and genres that they've done over the years appeal no to a wider audience. It doesn't not, matter, no what matter what time. What, yeah. It doesn't matter know, when you
1: clock in to check them out and yeah, jump on the yeah. bandwagon. They're a band that you can jump in and go, yeah, sweet, I like this. And, yeah. and then you discover like what they've released and you can go back through the rabbit mm. hole, like you were saying, mm. and go through and listen to the, the albums and then a lot of you know, albums, do that. There's a lot
0: of different influences, a lot of different sounds, um, you know, because they've released music, I think, probably they started late 80s. Yeah, it's been going for a while yeah, now. Yeah, that's you right. You know, their, their big albums are early to mid-90s. They yeah. The, they're the big classics that everyone
1: talks about. It's when everyone was buying music back in the day yeah. and listening to it.
0: But, you know, they they released an album two years ago, I think, you know. So there's, you know, that's a good 20 to 25-year spread
1: that And the they've good, released music over. And the good thing about this, you know, not to point out people's ages like I just did before, mm. but you're going to have the parents who are taking their kids to go and see yeah. the band that... You know these kids may have been conceived to going to go and see Faith <laughs> or at No least More. They
0: played their records, yeah. In their house when
1: Look, you know up. you yeah. wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for this song here. So appreciate it. Get up there, go for a mosh now, <laughs> or you're grounded. <laughs> you no, know, these kids are like 15, 16 years old now, so you know rebelling against the man. Yeah, yeah. But you know, there's another band as well who announced their tour who. I don't want to say they're on par with Faith No More, but they're up there in terms of iconicness. Yeah, yeah. Dream theatre. Yeah. And they're playing theatres. Yeah. Th- th- the one thing I, I don't like about dream theatre is the spelling of the name, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because every time I've written an article on Wall of Sound about dream theatre... R. E. go theater, type R-E. Yeah. R-E at the end for theatre, because that's how he's well theatre. How do you think I felt <laughs> writing the press release...
0: <laughs> where I've got to write Dream Theater in theaters and spell it differently That's twice. That's
1: it. Yeah, but Dream Theater fans, me. the Dream Theater fans absolutely love this band. So yeah. like, this will be a good treat for them to you know yeah. play venues like QPAC in Brisbane, ICC in Sydney, the Palace Theatre in Melbourne, like the a palais, be- palais, a, a beautiful venue to go mm. and see. Just such a technically gifted band like That's that. It.
0: I, I, I've had some people asking me about that. It's like oh, we got to sit and what? I'm like, well, if you get the chance to sit and observe and watch mm. these maestros play, you know, these virtuoso players yep. play, like, in detail, wouldn't you? Yeah, like,
1: you, you get focused. You don't have anyone running into you. You get some good mm, seats. Like, you're getting beer tipped all over you, uh, you're opeth played the opera house and like yeah. there were people there in metal shirts there were people dressed up to go to the theater to go and watch a band like opeth and like yeah you focus on what's happening on stage more so and don't have to worry about you know a mosh pits you know circling around you or something yeah, yeah. like that i admit this i went and saw the Emery affliction on the gold coast just recently oh, For yeah. their all at my the friends are dead at the Cooley hotel found two seats i sat at the back next to the sound desk and i have to tell you man like I think I'm getting to that age now where, like, if someone plonked, like, a couch at a venue and I could still see the stage, I'd fight be someone all for that. Yeah, like, all you know, y- you hear the songs that get you up and, and motivated and all yeah. that. But also, like, it's so cool sitting down at shows now. Like, I feel like we're getting to the age where it's just, like, shows are becoming, like, a marathon, but you want to be there. Yeah. You want to go there and check it out.
0: I'm, I'm an interesting one. Like, I I've, I've always feel guilty from not getting sort of more involved in, in the actual pit and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes I do. Yeah. But I really do enjoy standing and watching the musicality of some yeah. of the players. And sometimes I worry people think that I'm being quite, like, standing back, arms crossed, critical. Yeah, you got But I'm, not, yeah. I'm, in, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm having the time yeah. of my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving watching these bands play. But it may look to others that like I'm being a little like judgmental of what's happening.
1: Oh, they're not playing as good. I'm I'm closed off from the yeah, world. no, obviously. not at yeah. all. It's just comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes
0: I just love to actually just sit because like I'm a drummer. I love watching drummers play and yeah, and okay. watching. And especially if it's a band that I know the parts quite well, and actually watching how, how they, they nail it. do it. Okay, yeah. yeah, gotcha. So I love doing that, and sometimes I just like to be able to see it. You know, rather than like I'm jumping around and moving. Someone's in front of you. You got a yeah, tall yeah, bloke yeah. who's seven
1: foot three, and you know you got to try and bend around his um, shoulders to try yeah. and catch a glimpse. So of So if the you bench. ever
0: see me at a show and I and I look like I'm standing back and not getting involved, don't don't worry. I'm <laughs> yeah.
1: not I'm not not enjoying myself. <laughs> I I'm, I actually I just I actually just love it. If there's a smile on your face or a metal ore, is that the best way to put basically, it? Basically, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, pricey. It shows he's not old and grumpy. He's just living in the moment. Yeah. Um. Now. New music for the past week that's come out. Uh, the years are back, and the, it, things are getting good because we yep. saw the song they released with Jason Butler at the end of last yep. year, just before Christmas. Yep. It's a fantastic way to wrap up 2019. And now they've put out this new song, which is one of the longest titles that, you <laughs> know, that bands are releasing long titles again, which is just insane.
0: Paradise Lost, a poem by John Milton.
1: <laughs> good on you, Bert. So, um, yeah, they, they've they've also announced...
0: Their album is going to be out uh, on April twenty fourth as well. Uh, it's called Heartwork. Uh, you know, coming back to their you know their iconic uh, imagery in love and death and all that. Yeah, back the in heart the day. On yeah, it. And, you know that's been a recurring theme
1: throughout their whole career. But it writes a lot of songs about heartbreak, love, emotion, things like that. So and you
0: could probably definitely say that they're uh, you know the users a band that sings from the heart yeah they make music from the heart not going to so deny that the, the yeah definitely wide, yeah, you know, yeah yeah so yeah so this is a, like to me this is more of a rock track than like that yeah because they've done Wyoming everything was, was Yeah, heavier for sure they've
1: done post-hardcore they've done rock they've mm. done hard rock you know and this is sort of just like expanding the horizons and trying something different the last album was a lot more softer and more melodic mm. than what they've done in the early post-hardcore emo days but like Bands grow up, bands progress and get this to that point.
0: It's like fuzzy, like fuzzy guitars and like quite fun. There's a the co- uh, the verse of it is it's just a guitar and and Bert singing. Yep, for a big chunk, and then then kicks the rest right of the band kicks in. Yeah, that thing you love. Yeah, th- you know what? It's almost. Um, I'd almost say like, let. Oh, this is a big call. Go, go for let, it.
1: If Nirvana was still around, this would be the song they'd write. One hundred percent, I can say that. I I look at Burt in the way that he performs, writes songs, and just lives his life, mm. and you could almost say that he's like a cousin of Kurt Cobain. Yeah, you, you could definitely go down that point, right?
0: Yeah, it, it there's like to me, I think this would have been the progression that you would have ended up. Finally, seeing Nirvana play. Yeah, but, yeah, because well,
1: it's so hard to say. Like, I, that's mean, what I mean, like, Jesus, like, it's a big call. no. Like, but like, let's let's look at like the, the grunge heat for that. Well, the grunge bands who started mm. out sounding like Nirvana back in the day, and what they're doing nowadays. Pearl Jam's mm. got a new album coming out soon, and oof, yeah, Ooh. like you know, know could you have seen song. them go that way? Could you uh, have seen them like no. heading in the middle that kind of section? Like, no. it, it's it's amazing to think like what could have been, but also like it's good. What happened in the past has been left in the past, and mm. it hasn't been altered or changed in any way. So, like you know, the legacy of that band stays alive, and you don't see yourself turn into something like Thirty Seconds to Mars <laughs> yeah. and just you know you don't run. Live long your enough
0: to see yourself become the villain. Correct. Yeah <laughs> it's it's a it's
1: a it's a quote that's very much throughout comic books, but it can be moved into yeah, heavy yeah. music as well. Totally. So the Ures have got the new, new album on the way. Log Lamb of God also surprised me as well with their new song, and uh, when I first heard this. Uh, I heard Ghost Walking and that to me was like one of the the best songs they released on the last album. Last yep. album, I think, or the one before. The I can't before, recall. Really? But yeah, like it it, it it was great. And I wondered what they were going to do now that they've lost Chris Adler. Is mm-hmm. it going to be any different? Is it going to sound different? But no, it's just it art fits right in. Yeah, just really And does. you would not notice that no. they had changed drummers.
0: Yep. No, I agreed. Um, and, you know, it, Randy's voice is... Definitely on point.
1: As mm-hmm. angry
0: as ever. Yep,
1: can't fault it. Do Do you reckon this song is a bit of a stab at Cruz? Checkmate. Do, could it be? Like I uh, don't do know. You mean at Adler. Uh, Adler. Adler. Yeah.
0: I I couldn't. Because I, there was I a lot comment, there was
1: a lot of drama that came out on social media. Yeah. A lot of the band members like deleting tweets and things like that when it came to Chris speaking out about what happened and all of that. Yeah. It's really hard to keep up with everything that happened. But with that said, you know, if, if bands fight and they get angry, then we get angry music. And yeah, then that's what true. we can listen to. So who's the real winners when it comes to this? Us, the <laughs> Us. fans. <laughs> uh, Silverstein are back. And they've teamed up with Aaron from Intervals uh, for their song Bad Habits. Look... I, I like it. I, I like what they're doing with this album because it's not just a typical Silverstein album. Like, every song sounds like a Silverstein song. You've got mm. the song that they did with Caleb Shomo. They've got uh, a song with Pierre from Simple Plan, which we haven't had the chance to hear yet. Um, Aaron Gillespie oh, from so Under we're,
0: we're still... Yet to hear the, these tracks are correct the yeah
1: okay. so, so the ones that the ones that have been come out so far are obviously the standalone song that they put uh, the song they did with Aaron Gillespie and oh, burn yes. it down with Caleb yeah. yeah but there's a few there's a few cameos on this album which is is great because I'm a mad frother of collaborations mm. like if someone can team up with someone great and create something different like poppy and fever 333 yeah, that's that a collaboration yeah that's a collaboration I never thought would happen, but it did. So we get to see Silverstein like paying homage to their emo alternative rock roots, and also incorporating like Caleb Shomo for can that metalcore song. Can I
0: be honest here? I didn't really know a lot about Silverstein prior. To prior, last really, of tra- no, really? No, not at all. Um, and I gotta tell you, man, like uh, I had infinite on heavy rotation on the faction because it's a cracking song. And the more I listened to it, the more I was like. This is such a well-crafted song. Yeah, it is so good. It works on a number of levels. That the chorus on it is just so memorable. Yeah, and this new song, uh, you know, only came out today, but it's of a similar caliber. Yeah. So consider me a convert. I'm on board. Look, I'm and if keen for this album, if
1: you found yourself like because I listened to they've been around for twenty years, right? So Ooh. I remember listening to them like way back in the day and thinking, oh yeah, they're alright. Didn't really do anything in between when they're releasing albums. A few member changes happened and all of that, but then they came back with the last album. And Afterglow was a song that just stood out. Like, holy shit, is this really Silverstein? Have they written one of the catchiest pop punk songs of all fucking time? And it's just such a great... It's the one that they wrapped up with at Unify. Yeah. So, like, if you haven't got in the silver scene or you haven't had the chance to jump into it yet, listen to the songs they've released so far from this upcoming album and also go check out Afterglow. It's just, It'll it'll captivate you and yeah, bring you dope. in straight okay. away. Yeah. So that's what you need to do to jump on that bandwagon. Um, if you're not on the CrossFaith bandwagon, then you need to take a look at yourself in the mirror because yeah. every time this band release something or perform live, they just blow expectations. Out of
0: the water. Yeah. It, there, there's so much fun man. yeah like they were they were my standout at the the amity affliction heaven and hell uh show at river stage last year yep they and at unify and at unify earlier uh, on yeah in the previous year as well and it's just like oh my god if if you can't have fun at that show, yeah. you're such a stick in the mud.
1: And look, if you're someone who goes to the gym or does a lot of high impact kind of running, weights lifting and things like that, pricey, you're in it's, this category, yeah, yeah. this is a song that you need to chuck on your playlist to get your answer up. Yeah. It's adrenaline. It's exactly, bottled exactly
0: into, into music. It's, yeah.
1: It's called Endorphin and it's it's kicks off with like that. I don't want to call it trance because I, I, I'm not an expert no, when it comes to know, dance music, but it kicks off and you're like, okay, this is kind of like something you listen to at a doof rave or something like that. And then the metalcore kicks in and it kind of combines the two throughout the song, not mm. underneath each other like what Northlane and Void of Vision have done, but just kind of like here's a sample of that genre, here's this genre, here's that genre, that kind of thing. But it works so bloody well. It's yeah. so good. So fast, upbeat. I, I, I yeah. dare say it's my favourite song released last week.
0: Alright. Yeah. nice. Hands yeah. out saying that. Yeah, no, I was here for it, for sure.
1: Um, now, August Burns Red. Yep. Uh, we mentioned Grammy nominees earlier yeah, on with I Prevail. they nominated the year before. Correct. Right? They've yeah. been nominated twice now. Do you reckon that they're going to get a third nomination for this upcoming album?
0: It's a little heavier. So, I mean, maybe. I mean, they were nominated in rock? B- uh, metal rock? performance. Metal performance, yeah. right. Uh, that's right. I Prevail had rock.
1: They were rock Great. alongside yeah, Tool, Yeah. Right.
0: That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't see why not. I mean, this is a big, bang and heavy track. Like, so it, it definitely fits the metal performance uh, criteria. And that's it, for sure. And
1: that's the thing. Like, it sounds like August Burns Red. Like, they're mm. creating new music that sounds like what they've done. And I know that you know bands release album after album, and it doesn't change. But August Burns read you can't compare this song to like the last album or the album before because it's it's a little bit more advanced from what they were doing beforehand
0: and I really like the clip for this new one yeah it's like it's like literally a comic book graphic novel come to life which is awesome
1: and how how many bands like do this Coheed and Cambria do this a bit yeah and but they do it progressively with each song this is just Mm. a one-off that we know about so far with the new song yeah Defender Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah I'm I'm impressed, and, and I really want to see what comes next for them. The album's out April 3. Cool. Um, so, and it's uh, pre-order now and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah,
1: Guardians is the name of the album. Yeah,
0: so, uh, I Defenders, Guardians, it all sounds to me like they're sort of... To know, serve and protect. Yeah, yeah. But,
1: yeah, without force. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm... I'm stoked for him I think I think uh, it's going to have a big impact here in Australia.
1: Yeah. All right, good. We'll keep that locked and uh, get your pre-orders in for August Burns Red. Let's see them get themselves another Grammy nomination. That'd be good. Yeah. Defending metal. Uh, now, some big news that happened earlier on in the week um, was Dream on Dreamer. Did not see this coming. No, I didn't either. Now, we, we've, we've seen this band go from highs, the lows, the member changes, yeah, and like lots of member changes over the years. We, we've seen them perform multiple times across music festivals, young and old, and shows supporting people, headline shows. Had and had Triple
0: J rotation over the years. They've, they've, they've they're,
1: they're, they're to me, are like they're, they're to me what the getaway plan could have been if they didn't break up. Yeah. They've progressed along. They've, they've done the metalcore thing. They've done the alternative rock, the melodic stuff. Like, they, they just have this great, unique sound to them. Um, but unfortunately, they, they're calling it quits. Like, they're, they're calling it a day. They've, they've got to that point now where Asian it's just...
0: Final album, final yeah, tour. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, so that's the plans of what's happening as well. And just, you know, did not, did not expect this. No,
0: and... Frankly, it's gonna disappoint a lot of people. I think. Yeah, like definitely. There's gonna be a lot of uh, heartbroken people. Out there. But, it, but it means that I'm sure. I'm sure the you know the final tour is gonna to be an emotional one. And yeah, and definitely you know, one you know go alongs and
1: go relive your moments that you had growing up following this band. Yeah. Um,
0: hopefully, the tour features sort of. Spread of stuff from their whole yeah the career catalogue. from back yeah.
1: along yeah and yeah. past I, I'd love to see past members get back up on stage again oh, that kind cool. of thing which would be good yeah because you don't see a lot of bands you hopefully know doing the farewell no yeah hopefully fingers crossed uh, but I, I wanted to to say that Zach bridge since he joined the band mm. like it took him in a completely different direction but like a That's good been a really one. great yeah. influence on it hasn't it definitely yeah. and like it, it, with with Dream On Dreamer now like calling it quits and and that entity finishing. It's made me think about what he's been doing because obviously he popped up in the Polaris Polaris video for Masochist. Uh, He showed off
0: his art skills. Yeah, he's
1: he's an artist. Like he's Mm. not just a great singer-songwriter. He is an amazing artist. But he's also in the band Young Lions. And if you haven't had the chance to check those guys out, Mm. they kind of I, I can't categorize them because they kind of jump across different genres. But like, if you like the kind of more melodic side of rock. Then you can get into them. I don't want to compare to me, them to trophy eyes because they're not trophy eyes material. You know me, what I mean?
0: It's kind of like what, like Ian Kenny has Carnival and Birds of Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, it's two different that, bands, but yeah. with that sound. Yeah, yeah,
1: that his voice. Yeah. So look, if you want to continue the legacy going forth with him, jump on the Young Lions bandwagon, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, we got a bit of time to wrap things up but uh you know the big thing that happened last week was obviously Green Day's Hella Mega tour teasing that is coming down here we're going to see Green Day Fall Out Boy and Weezer. Yeah. When and how do you get three bands like that who have been in the industry for so long touring? When, when when tell me Pricey, when do you get that? Well
0: look if it hasn't already been announced already like cuz obviously we're we're talking about this in the past, yeah, not, not to get not, confusing, alive, everyone, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so it, it may have been announced by the time this podcast comes to light. But, um, I, I was talking with my wife about this, and, and she asked the question, like, what venues would you see this in? But, yeah, and, and I mean, I know you don't necessarily like the Brisbane Entertainment Center, but yeah, you know, I'll make my do yes, yeah,
1: that's that's what I can picture in Brisbane, yeah, but. It may
0: also be big enough for a um. What's the football stadium? Oh, uh, not SunCorp. Street? Yeah, SunCorp Stadium.
1: Uh, it may be big enough. Green know. Day,
0: Fallout Boy, and Weezer. yeah,
1: okay. When, when you last put time, Weezer were here. They were there with Foo Fighters. Well, when you when you put it like that, that kind of makes makes more sense because you've got three different bands across three different styles and generations. Mm. Green Day have been together for yonks. definitely big enough. Fall They're Out Boy Same have, size as Fooies. They've got the pop-punk family. They've got the new fans that brought along the way. And Weezer and are just old rock and just, you know... Man, Fall Out Boy oh, in their prime have yeah. done a river stage. And sold it out. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so it's doable. I mean, so, like, what's the next step? Green Day. It? Green Day played Brizzy Entertainment Center the last time they were here. So, like, you combine them together, you have to obviously go bigger. Could it right?
0: be a footy stadium. Ooh, could we be seeing a stadium tour for these three bands? Well, you know, if you're listening, is it big enough.
1: If you're listening to this podcast now and the shows have already been announced, you can say, it "Well, could yes, look like it is," idiots. or "No, it's not." Bryce and Brownie, you're full of shit. But uh, worst case scenario, like, this is going to be a great tour. Like.
0: I mean of those 3 who who's your pick? Who Full out boy. Yeah, sorry, same. sorry. Look. No, and we we've,
1: we've I've, I've heard the new Green Day album and we We've shared our thoughts on it on the last episode, but like as long as they stick to playing the hits from the career yeah. and and anything should be fine b- from Revolution Radio would be great, but Fallout boy progressively have just done great stuff after great stuff, after great stuff, and yeah. the singles are enough to get them to play an hour long set, that kind yeah. of thing
0: I, I'm not that on board with new Fallout boy, but like Fallout boy, early days, like you infinity on high, yeah, like, like, yeah, oh man, that was. That was my jam. It was
1: good. It was good. And they're one of those bands that, you know, have stuck together through thick and thin mm. and, you know, progressed. Tried Literally new things. thick and thin in, yeah. the, in the case of Patrick Stump. Correct. <laughs> no, no, Pete Wentz. Oh, wow. Yeah. No,
0: I was just thinking about Patrick Stump losing weight, man. Oh,
1: I, and I was referring to Pete yeah. Wentz in that photo. But yeah, anyway, yeah. let's move on. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And with that note, we'll wrap up episode 34 of the Matter of Faction podcast, something to think maybe about in Google later. Pete um, Wentz should wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can check out uh, all the previous episodes. We do it all for the Handshake Media Group. Get involved and uh, have a bit of a laugh along the way. Smash that subscribe button. And you might even learn a thing or two, maybe, as we learn more about ourselves and Pete Wentz's junk. He's pricey. I'm brownie. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye
0: you've been listening to the matter of faction podcast with pricey and brownie